Hello, Mama. So excited to be here back with you again. We have Polly from Horatio Printing back on the podcast today, and I couldn't be more excited. I don't know if you heard the first part of our conversation, but you got to go back and listen because it was solid gold. Polly just has so much wisdom to share. She is such a great resource. If you know it's time to pursue goals, like to identify goals, to, to move towards the bigger direction that you know that God has has you called to. So make sure you're taking notes here. Make sure you're leaning into Polly's wisdom. I highly recommend you go and get her planner. We'll talk about it in the episode, but I get that every year. She also has a printing school. She's just got all the resources you need to go into business and to, to or if it's not even business, just to get organized in your life and have the space to figure all of that out. And so I'm just so excited to, to share this conversation with you today and to just help you just move towards the place that God has for you to be in because you are all created for something so beautiful. And I want to speak to those of you for a minute that might not feel ready for this. Like you're like, okay, goals, sure, great, Brittany, but I feel just like I'm drowning. Like I don't know how to even think about sitting down and writing goals because I just can't stop yelling at my kids. I can't stop being anxious constantly. Like I'm struggling to get out of bed every morning. Like goals are not something on the horizon. And I just want to remind you the Healed Mama Academy is open right now for you. I would love to have you join me. This is a course that you can complete within 16 weeks, but you have access to weekly group coaching for up to one year. And I help walk you through why you're feeling anxious, why you can't stop yelling, like what is going on? What is behind all of that? Why you're struggling with depression and you can't get out of bed. And then I help you figure out how to stop that, how to get through that, how to turn the very worst things into the very best things and allow God to do a healing work inside of you. We do this all as a group that we get, we meet weekly for group coaching. And it's one of my favorite things about my week. I just get to hear about where you're really at and get my eyes into your world and encourage you and challenge you. And we get to hear each other being challenged, which is just that iron sharpening iron. So if that's you, if you're like, I'm not ready to talk about goals right now, then go and hop into the Academy. You can get all of the information at morningmama.gr8, as in the number eight, morning, wait, morningmamaacademy.gr8.com, morningmamaacademy.gr8, as in the number eight.com. You can also find the link in the show notes. And I just want to get to know you. So please come and ask me all your questions. Hop into the Academy, go apply right now. I just want to be part of your life in a deeper capacity. And God has so much waiting for you when you're intentional to show up and do the work. And that's what we, it's all about what we do there is inviting God into this process of healing. So come join me there and everyone else, and maybe you too, get (laughs) excited about some conversations about how to really just set these goals that we need, how to live out these dreams God has placed in our heart with intention and integrity and discipline and and not giving up on the thing, okay? I know we all need this in our lives, so let's do this, Mama. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. 
Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Here's the thing about like dreams coming true. They're work. Yes. They're heavy. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. dream of a baby is such a beautiful dream. And I heard uh, Don Sheree said it so well. She said, living the dream doesn't always feel like living the dream. Yes. You know, like you're living the dream now and you're doing it, but it's heavy. Yes. And if we're not careful, our blessings become such a burden. And like, they yep. can feel like a burden anyway, you know, not careful yep. or not careful. They can. But with big dreams, if we're not connected to our why and taking care of ourselves and, and trying to walk in wholeness, we can really abandon the dreams when they become burdens and they feel like a burden. Um, anyway, so it's just, it's good to kind of get it in perspective. Um, and yeah, he, he wants you to be faithful with what you have. Yeah. And it's tough because like going back to the marriage stuff, it's like our society isn't really uh, selling marriage. You know, yeah. our society and culture and TV, it's selling romance and yep. yes. new romance okay. and the meat cutes and the bachelor and the bachelorette and these extravagant romantic gestures, you know, and like, we're over here just living in the marriage. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. why don't you do any of these big dates like they do? You know what I mean? And, and yeah. we're, we, we all just have that deep desire to be chosen and yeah. to be nourished spiritually wow by our, by our spouse. And, um, they're not meant to carry that burden. And there's yes. just, you know, that the, we're not given all these examples out there of super healthy marriages, you know? Yeah. And so it is, it's tough. It's easy to get, um, to not invest in it. Cause it's not like there's a lot of, uh, examples out there, yeah. like in your face of like, people investing in their marriage and all this ROI from it. You know what I mean? Like yes. it's, it's very easy to, to watch TV and to watch what's going on and to feel like there's something, there's something missing. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, when there is so much fruit right there in your home, if you bring your 50, you know yeah. what I mean? And just say, yeah. you know what? I'm going to bring my 50. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to pray for my spouse. I'm going to sit down and ask them these questions. I'm going to buy the marriage journal. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm just going to care. I'm going to ask what they need and, and do that, you know, yep. uh, regardless so, I don't of know. they're bringing their 50, like ultimately it's not even about what they're doing. Obviously that helps creates a whole marriage, but ultimately like God calls us to our 50, no matter what's happening on the other side. And like, that is something he uses to even shape us and form us into the people that are going to fulfill the other parts of our calling. Um, so yeah, I love what you said. I think that's so accurate about the lack of examples um, and not even knowing like what is normal, what does a healthy marriage look like? And mm -hmm. like, what is the right amount? Like, what would it look like if we were healthy? I, you know, it's, there's, there is so much lacking in that. Um, and the, the connection is built, the connection is built through vulnerability 
and sharing. And like, sometimes that's tough to get your husband to share and to get him to like open up. But those six questions, making it super simple, you don't have to sit and have this long tooth pulling conversation, but it's what brought you joy. And what's nice is if he says like, oh, I really liked watching the baseball game or whatever. It's like, okay, well that, that was what, okay, well, let's have fun. I'm going to order nachos. I don't know. Like you can, (laughs) you can start investing in the things that bring him joy and you can know what really was hard because he might not be sharing all those things with you. And I find that my husband is very much closed off when it comes to like complaining and things that bug him or whatever. He's not going to rock the boat. He's a, he's a peaceful person, Uh but I can also see him as like, he's just quiet. And like, why is he so quiet? But when I realize, oh, he's dealing with all these things I had no idea about. I can have more empathy mm. once I get him to open up, wow. you know? And so yeah. that's kind of helpful there to like know what they're going through because they're not maybe as communicative as as us ladies, you know? Yes. Yes. I, it sounds like my husband's very similar. I think a lot of them are, but yeah, it definitely is. Uh, that's so good to think about though. Like just even the specific example of the baseball game, because my husband loves sports and I can get triggered by that. Like, but I love that. Like, okay, what is underneath that for him? It, it is, you know, bringing that joy. And so to like, of course I want my husband to experience joy. And like when he experiences joy, he's going to be a better husband and a better father. And so it's like, why would I like, it's, it's just detrimental to myself and to him if I'm complaining about that or trying to take it away. And so not that I'm stopping that, but I just get triggered by the TV sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, um, sure. so I just <laughs> love that example. Um, it's so helpful. This is so great, Polly. Um, that's so great. Back what, to the goals, the goal yeah. stuff. I did want to share, like, I guess deeper into like goal setting, but in terms of how to make things stick, um, once you kind of pinpoint, if you're listening and you're like, okay, I wonder what area of my life is the lowest you can think about. Uh, or you feel most discouraged and like, what is that area you're feeling the most discouraged? And maybe it's financial or your home or marriage or your motherhood or professional or um, whatever area, spiritual, whatever area it is, set a goal in that area first. Let's just start there. That would be my action item. And the kind of goal I would set is what is one thing you can do on a weekly basis that would pour into that goal and who you want to become in that area. That's great. You know, like if it's marriage, maybe it's the marriage journal. Maybe it's, I'm going to just get dolled up one night and feel more confident in myself. And I'm going to be nice to my husband. Like, I don't know, like whatever (laughs) it is, it's going to make you feel better and like pour into who you want to become in that particular area. If it's your budget and your financial life, maybe on Tuesdays, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to check out how much I've spent in these categories. And I'm going to look at that compared to what I was trying to spend in these categories. You know, like I'm just going to sit down and reconcile and have a check-in once a week versus once a month when it's overwhelming and it's too many things to look at. And I'm just get overwhelmed and I don't do it. Um, Spiritual. What's that thing on a weekly basis you're going to do? Could be bi-weekly, but twice a week, but like, let's just go with once a week. Just make it easy. The way you make things stick is you make it easy. You make it accomplishable. You don't try to overdo it. You don't try to become Mrs. Perfect, you know, to where you fail. And then you say, forget it. I'm just going to eat the whole box of Krispy Kreme donuts. You know what I mean? Like you want to make it easy as a layup, whatever that goal you had, cut it in half. Mm -hmm. Like seriously, make it easy so you can grow. You can overachieve it. 
That's, uh, that's how I make it stick. Is it, it's a weekly thing and you make it easy. Whether even if that's like, I'm going to have a spot in my house where I'm going to read the Bible and that's my chair and the Bible's already sitting there. Yes. The journal's there, the pen's there, it's ready. Like, how can you make it easy for yourself with the routine and with your life? Um, so that's what I would do. That's like the foundation is like how to make it stick is like put it in your weekly routine. That's so and then great. for like the, the bigger goal is who do I want to be in 90 days? Like, what's my big goal for the 90 days? And maybe, you know, that goal is I'll just go off a random one of like losing five pounds or whatever. I want to get from here to here, like the data point of like, you know, the two pounds in this month and two pounds and two, you know, whatever. And then it's six pounds by 90 days, whatever that goal is, or I want to <clears throat> uh, change out all their clothes or I want to update the nursery. You know, what is that in 90 days? Where do I want to be for this particular goal? Then you back it up. You know, what am I doing the third month, the second month, the first month, and you make time for that goal in your week. So that might have a breakdown of like different things you do each time you go to that, that particular time block. Um, But those are the two types of goals. It's like a reoccurring thing. Like it doesn't change. And then you have one that like you have different things you're doing each time towards a 90 day goal. Those are so great. So helpful. And I have, I've done your um, dream planning and I've I've worked on this. So here's where I'm getting stuck. And maybe there's other people that get stuck on similar places. So give us some advice, give me some advice. So like what, so I'll write it down, but then I, I get stuck in like, even forgetting about it. Like, where do you like post these somewhere? Do you have like a set time to review them every week? Like how do you keep track of them? How often are you reviewing them? How do you make sure they're on the forefront of your mind? Are you scheduling them out like Chelsea Joe's kind of thing in, in the week? Or how is it that you make sure you're like really remembering each one of these things? So for my business goals, it's easier because I actually have like a program for like my projects. Sure. And great. I've done Chelsea's Systemize Your Business. So like, I have cards of things that I'm doing every there's daily cards and weekly cards and monthly cards. So I know this is a project I'm working on. I go to my project board and like, I'm doing the tasks for this particular project. And I have time allotted in my week designated for that particular dream. So the easiest way to explain it would be whatever big dreams you have you need to have like dream blocks, like these times that you sit and you go, you go do it. You go work on the thing, you know, like I want to redo my laundry room. All right. Well, once a week, I'm going to take an hour or two to work on this. You know, some weeks it might be one hour, some weeks it might be four hours, depending on what your week looks like. Um, But you know, what do those steps look like? And maybe it's like, okay, it's a trip to Home Depot it's a Pinterest board. It's going to buy wood. Like, I don't know how, you know, DIY you want to get here, but like it's you going to buy the paint and you going to do the stuff. But I think one problem is, is we try to do like 20 dreams at once. Yes. You know, that's real. and you have to really hone in on like the key, the key dreams of the season. Like what are the key things mm-hmm. here and keep the main things, the main things. Cause if we're trying to chop down 20 trees at one time, nothing's going to fall over. And so, um, yeah, I think 
you have to think about what those things are. And I always go back to like for my wheel, like those fundamental needs, right? It's, it's my quiet time. It's my meal prepping. It's my marriage journal time. It's my family time with my kids. It's me showing up for my work block. And that, that unlocks and unpacks all the dreams in the business. Um, it's my financial reconciliation on Tuesday mornings. Um, it's those things that I'm doing. And I just show up for those needs. And by showing up for those eight things for my eight buckets, I'm showing up for my physical health. I'm showing up for my spiritual health. I'm showing up for those things, you know? Yeah, that's great. Okay. Yeah. I do think I do the 20 tree chopping thing sometimes because I get so excited about all of the things and I'm like, I want it all. And then, and then the other challenge too is like, I'll, I'll plan like, okay, this week I'm going to have this block and I'm going to accomplish this. And then the kids get sick and that's like erased and, you know, or my parents are sick. Who's who are watching the kids, you know, whatever it might be this season. It is a lot about being sick, um, but whatever that hurdle is like, how, like if that time is taken from you again and again, I don't know how, to, do you have any like strategies for trying to work through that, trying to rethink it, be creative. I'm just curious. I know you have two young kids too. So how do you work through that? You know, when I have a lot of projects happening at once and like last week, my son's out sick, you know, um, things have to get moved and pushed and, you know, there are definitely times where I'll bomb stuff intentionally Mm. and it's okay to bomb stuff. You know, when you're in a season of creating something, Mm. you just have to choose what you're going to bomb. Like right now I am bombing my yard, meaning (laughs) my yard looks like trash. Okay. Like (laughs) it's so bad. My mom just came in town and she's like, what happened to your yard? Like no one's weeding. Nobody's picking up sticks. It's like, yeah, like I'm just like, I'm bombing that. I'm choosing that. And that's okay. I'm not worried about it. Like we'll get to it. But like sometimes you bomb the laundry for a week and then you get to it, you know, like it's okay to make those choices. I heard a great quote about um, Shonda Rhimes. You know, she's a big writer. She wrote like scandal and all these different shows. She was on Grey's Anatomy. And when she's writing a series, like she bombs her workouts, which I don't really recommend bombing your workouts. Cause that really helps my mental health. But hmm. there's authors that like the kids go to school in frumpy clothes and the teacher's like, Oh, your mom must be writing her next book, you know? And like, <laughs> that's okay. When you're in like a really creative hmm. space, you know, like I'm okay to not be perfect in certain areas and like, let things drop. Um, that's great season, you know? Yep. I love that. Cause I do think I'm always trying to like how can I be perfect here? And then add that perfect to this perfect. And you know, like I can very much fall into that perfectionism. And I do sometimes do the bombing thing, but I never like really like never necessarily gave myself permission to do it. I just did it and kind of felt guilty about it or felt like I was doing something wrong or felt like I was like getting off track of, you know, whatever. And so I just love like that kind of almost intentional, like, Hey, what is the thing I'm going to bomb and being intentional about doing that so that those bigger bigger things can happen because that we can get so caught in the minutia of motherhood and home and all these things that we have to deal with. And so if we're always trying to be perfect in all of the ways, then, then we're not going to exhausting. Yeah. And we're not going to be able to make the bigger things happen. So that's so great. Yeah. 
And it's okay. That's just be okay with it. It's okay. You know, I also lean on my husband a lot. Like, Hey, I'm working on this dream. I'm like really trying to make X, Y, Z happen. I'm going to need your help with dinners. I'm going to need your help with the laundry. Like I'm going to need your help X, Y, Z. Like I lean on my husband. Mm. We both worked from home when our firstborn was little. We've always, we both, we still work from home. And uh, when they were little, it was like, all right, you have a three hour shift with the baby. Then I have a three hour shift with the baby. And then you have a two hour shift with the baby. Then I have a two hour shift. Like we took turns and leaned on each other to get our stuff done. Hmm. That's really cool. I love that idea. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to steal that. (laughs) Sometimes we're both like so behind and we feel like I don't know. Yeah. We just try and do it all together, but that's, that's great. I mean, we have three children, so it's a little more, a little more like, don't know if I want a solo parent when he's home, but I think that like kind of intentional space is, is so helpful. It's great. Well, this is really great wisdom from you, um, Polly. Thank you for just sharing like your thoughts on this. And I know I feel encouraged to kind of go sit down and even relook at my season, my goals I just made for the season change um, and just kind of like think through how to be more intentional and follow through with it. Um, So yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, I want to hear just kind of as we wrap up, just if you, I want to like all the things that are happening at Horatio Print. I want to like let everyone know about print school, like what that's all about. Um, I know it's your, it's your 10th anniversary of planners, which is so amazing, like to do something for 10 years. That is incredible. Um, so I'd love to hear more about that and like where everyone can find you just all the details about Horatio printing and polypane. Yeah. So we can hang out over on Instagram, uh, Horatio printing. I have a podcast, the dream printing podcast where I teach and kind of go behind the scenes of running Horatio. My Planners are coming out October 3rd, our 2024 planners. It's our 10th collection. So excited. Launch day is going to be big. The first shopper is going to win a $350 cash prize. So Ooh. definitely um, set your alarm uh, to shop on launch day. And then, yeah, I've got print school where I teach people how to print their things. So I have a workshop at HoratioPrinting.com slash workshop. It's free. You can go learn everything there. So cool. Yeah. I love that. I know I've looked it up in the past, so maybe someday mamas, you'll see some, something I print through Polly. We'll, we'll see what the future holds, but I uh, love that. yeah, me too. I mean, your planners are so beautiful. So it's definitely the route to go. If you want to print something, uh, if you have like that dream in your heart that, you know, maybe we're talking about dreams today, maybe that's you. Maybe it's like you've been wanting to print a planner or a Bible study or journals, like a guided journal, or even like your own marriage journal, right? Like, um, as we're talking about marriage journal, like whatever that is, yeah. Polly is your person that can really help you walk through the details of that and make it so you don't get lost in it. So you can actually make it happen. So you can make it beautiful, all of the things. Um, and I know you just, um, got to know her today and, you know, she's someone that is just amazing and can be trusted and, um, it's going to point you to Jesus in the whole process. So, Yeah. Polly, thank you so much. It's such an honor to have you. And um, I just thank you for all the work you're doing. You're amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, mama, wasn't that so good? I know I felt so encouraged just by hearing how Polly sees goals and how she runs her life. And just like, I love how she's just so like is 
talk so firmly, so with so much authority about like, you get to set your time. You are responsible for that. You are in charge of that. And I love that mindset like that. You know, we can so easily as moms fall into that victim mindset of like, we don't have time. I can't do this. I don't, there's no way that this is possible. And I think, you know, there can be challenges, but ultimately like there's ways to figure stuff out. And so let's throw off that victim mindset and be determined, ruthlessly determined to live our life with such intentionality that, that we allow God to do his work through us, that we take our time and know that we have that control over that, um, as God leads us and guides us in that. So let me just pray for you. God, I just thank you for Polly and her business and how she's reaching so many people. God, I thank you for her wisdom on what it looks like to to live intentionally. And God, I just pray for every mama that's listening, God, that you would just speak to her about what that looks like for her. God, where do you want her to be intentional? Where do you want her to lean in? God, how, how do you have, what do you have for her to do in this world, God, that she's not doing yet because she feels like it's not possible. God, I pray you'd give her wisdom and insight and divine revelation about how she can do all of that well. God, we just love you and we thank you for like just allowing us to come alongside you to change the world. Wow, what a privilege. God, help all of us just to catch that vision of what you want to do and how we can be a part of it. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you've found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.